Hello everyone, this is Mike. Um, today is July 10th and it's the uh, middle of the summer and I'm looking and I don't think I've done a podcast since May 22nd. So, apologize for that. Um, I kind of stopped because I wasn't getting too many people listening to them and I, I thought, well, since no one's listening, maybe I won't do these anymore. But then I had a few people download them and they seemed to be interested and I thought, well, maybe there is an interest out there, so I'll continue. I also find that doing these, I, I find um, that I get, uh, I learn a lot from them. A lot about myself and a lot about uh, space, non-duality, peace and presence. So this show is called uh, The Tea and the Porch Show. So it's basically, if you were to come and sit on a porch with me, and say, let's talk about non-duality, and let's talk about presence and peace and grace, and let's talk about how to actually incorporate it into life, then that's what this show would be about. And it's basically me rambling about these things. So I'll be glad to share these. Uh, what have I been doing in the past couple months? I'll, I'll tell you, I've been teaching a class to seniors of all people, believe it or not. And these are people in assisted living markets, independent living, and nursing homes. And I've been teaching them about actually what non-duality is, how it works, and how to look at life in an entirely different way. And they seem to love it. Uh, they love it so much that I've put together the class, and I call it the sunshine class. And it um, goes over poetry by Shakespeare, Walt Whitman, and many of my own poems as well. And it teaches them how to see life differently. And so far, I've got probably about five different places that want to do this, that are interested in it, and have been holding these seminars for a while. So it's taking off and getting some grip, and I'm, and I'm getting paid for it, too. Not bad. Who would have thought that just sitting around talking about one of the most beautiful, most important conversations, you could actually sort of make some money off of it? Jeez. Oh, I never thought that would happen, but it seems to be taking place. I think people are looking for something more. I think they're looking and searching for something deeper in life in a different way. And so this podcast is about just that. It's about taking consciousness and presence and laying it on the table in front of us and poking at it and saying, what is that? And how far does it go? And is it me? Am I this? And we then find very quickly that we are. We are this beauty, this, this amazing presence. And that we're this, and we're not actually what we've believed ourselves to be. We are not our name, our title. We are not our thoughts. And when we find this out, then your whole life can change. You can, you can become a superhero. You basically feel a presence and a connection with everything. And then you see your center, your center of life, then becomes everything. Everything you see is your center of life. It's the beauty of everything. You look at cars, you look at oceans, trees, forests, people, the news, everything. That is you. That is your center. That is your dream that is your beauty. 
And at the same time, those things have a separate perception if you speak to them. But yet, if you keep speaking and speaking and speaking, you'll find that you're looking from the same place. So there's so much beauty in that. So that's what I spend my time talking about. And that's what this podcast is about. Um, I had an interesting day today. I went down to a little market and uh, my friend Dave has put together uh, a beautiful tea stand and it's called Sparrow's Tea. And he's selling all his different teas down there, which are from China. And uh, it was interesting because I told him, I said, I picked up some, some loose green tea from South Carolina. And he said, yeah, he says, South Carolina tea. He goes, they've been brewing that, I guess, for a couple of hundred years. And he goes, so they know how to make tea. He goes, but the tea I get from China, they've been doing it for thousands of years. <laughs> and suddenly that made the tea taste a lot better. I don't know why to harvest and grow tea over a thousand years versus a hundred, couple hundred years. Maybe there is a difference, that subtle difference. And people came by and they bought tea and they talked about tea and we talked about music and consciousness and it was uh, it was just a great day. I played my flute for the people walking by and... Um, no one heard it, but yet I know they felt it and sensed it. So it was it was kind of beautiful. It's almost like I played it, and then moments later they came by, and he said, he goes, I think they heard it later. So that's kind of cool. I, I like that effect of it. Kind of nice. It was very good. So let's title this this. Uh, today's show being a superhero because uh, I thought up something this morning I thought it would be fun to do a, a comic book about a superhero that has amazing powers so imagine that you are you're watching a superhero movie and there's there's lots of these movies out there um, and you have the flash and you have Superman and Batman and and um, you have some of the guys from Guardians of the Galaxy I might be mixing my comics. I'm sorry about that. If you're a comic book freak, um, Marvel and DC, I think I just mixed all of them up in the same story. But then all of a sudden, in the scene comes this superhero that has the ability to basically take the entire scene of chaos and battle, and he walks in and he and he puts his hands out and he closes his eyes, and as he does that, everything disappears. The, the scene disappears, the mountains disappear, the rivers disappear, um, the battle disappears, the characters disappear, and even the superhero disappears and dissolves into what we see as an empty screen, emptiness, emptiness. And then all of a sudden, a few minutes later, a new scene appears, and it becomes the emptiness now appearing as a new scene. And it follows it and follows it. And then he goes through that for a little while. And then towards the end of that day, he then sits and rests. And then relaxes and he lets go. And when the superhero lets go, that scene then disappears. And he goes into another scene, which then moves through all kinds of chaos and swimming and things like that. And he goes back and forth and he jumps from one scene to the next scene with the ability to just 
let go, and by letting go, he opens up emptiness. So this is what we do. This makes you a superhero. So think about this. You go to sleep at night, you let go of everything. And as you let go, you open up emptiness. As you let go of everything, you literally fall asleep. So if you have children and they're sleeping in the room next to you, they are the one thing that you love the most. Yet, when you sleep at night, you could care less what happens to them. It's almost as if now when you're in dream world, they are in the other side of the dream. And then you have a dream at night where you're, I don't know, playing music. Uh, you could have the recurring dream that I always have, that, that you're, you're somewhere and there's a band and the drummer can't make it and you get to go play drums. But yet the drum set is really messed up and it's turned sideways and you have to play it. And you're, and you're with U2 and they're, they're playing their U2 hits and you're trying to play drums for them. And you have this big thing. So while all this is happening, you are a character in that dream, but you're not a father with children. You're just a drummer in a band. And you're trying to do this, and you're trying to do this, and then, I don't know, after you're done playing drums with them, you then have to climb down this tower, and there's four tigers there, and these tigers are chasing you and chasing you. And then finally, you then suddenly fall into and let go. And as you let go... The entire dream disappears. You let go into emptiness. And then you then open up back to Thursday morning. And your children are there. And they want breakfast. And now you're back into that world. So what is the commonality that never changes between your dream and the world? What is it that's there? And this is where you wake up to a third. To a, uh, wake up from a third dream. Which is the the dream that you've been dreaming this world and the other dream, your sleep dream, to find out that you have awakened and that you are actually the presence that's appearing between sleeping dreams and the awakened world. And once you see that, now, you, now you're awakened and now you can start to get to work on yourself and you can start to see that I am presence. I am this emptiness that appears as forms of dream at night and I am this emptiness that is appearing as everything now here in this world as my center is everything so that's pretty fabulous that is a superhero and that's what you are so how do we test this theory it's easy to test it and go, okay, I dream at night and I do dissolve and let go into emptiness and I wake up here. And there's proof that that takes place. But how do you test it in this world today, right now, going, okay, I'm sitting here. How can you tell me that I'm actually everything that around me? I'm the chair that's across from me. Well, let's try a little experiment. This will be fun. Look at your hands. Okay, you have a left hand and a right hand. And they look separate. Um, as they look separate, they can be defined as separate, left hand and right hand. Now, I want you to take your left hand and place it on your lap, and I want you to take your right hand and place it on top of your left hand, and just leave it there. Now, at first, you're going to feel your left hand on your lap, touching your knee, and then you're going to feel your right hand on your left hand, 
and you're going to feel, okay, we've got two separate hands joining together. Now leave it there for a little while, and as you leave it there, without looking at your hands, what do you feel? Do you feel your lap? Do you feel the difference between a left or right hand, or do you just feel warmth? A warmth of, I'm going to call that present awareness. So that present awareness that's there, the energy, what is that? And is it something you know? And are there thoughts in that? Probably not. It's something you've felt before. It's the warmth of beingness. This beingness is there all the time. So which is more true, this beingness or your thoughts? Thoughts come and go, but this beingness is always there. This is the, the canvas that all of your thoughts are painted on. So feel that. When you go into sleep at night, this is what's there. When you let go. When you let go, you naturally go into the state. So still, you have your hands on top of each other, your left hand on top of your right hand. You don't feel left or right hand anymore. You don't feel separation. You just feel just this. Just this is here. Okay, now separate your hands. Now place them both on one of your knees, on your lap. You'll feel each hand on your lap, you'll feel the same thing. Just this. Where do you feel the sensations from? From a place of being. And how far out does that go? Where does that go? It goes out into everything. Then you can take your hand and you can extend it further. And you can go and you can touch a table. There's a little coffee table next to me now. I'm touching it. I have two fingers on the coffee table. As I feel the coffee table, I feel it's a little cold at first. But then I feel a sense of beingness within it. It's not a live warmth. It's not like an alive warmth that I felt in my hands and my lap. No. But there is a sense of something there. A sense of touch. That sense of something. Where is that being sensed from? Hmm. Rather beautiful. That's being sensed from the same place that I was sensing my hands and my lap. So see how this works? What you touch... Your senses all land upon the emptiness. You can do this with sound, with sight, and different things like that. I can go into this further at another time, but the point is, your center is everything. And we don't believe that because it seems that's too beautiful and too amazing. Uh, no, bull. It's, it's, that's who we are. That's our, that's our true sense of who we are. It's a very beautiful place to be. So you as a superhero, when you let go, you let go into boundlessness of everything. Like a wave, you let go into the ocean. I know we're tired of hearing about the wave in the ocean, but I don't know how else to say it. Or like a cloud that dissipates into the sky. The cloud has been the sky the whole time. You are this, this great presence. So now the key is to hold on to that knowingness, that, that sense of presence all the time throughout the day. 
Now, it's easy to sit in meditation and go, yeah, there it is. But when you're done meditation, how do you keep it when you're out in public? When you're in traffic and the guy in front of you just slams on his brake. How do you keep that? Just start noticing. The car in front of you stops suddenly and you have this fear and emotion rise up and you slam on your brake. And you automatically respond, oh, you butthead. Just notice how that energy those emotions, those feelings come up and they're expressed. But yet they are made of all of the same presence that you sense life as. They're made up of all of the same things. They're made up of the beauty, of the boundlessness. Notice how they, um, every thought, Every emotion, everything seen is just one open flow of energy. Notice how the emotions, they come from emptiness, are made of emptiness, and are expressed as emptiness. There's an aliveness to them. If you're having problems grasping this, another way of looking at it is this. We have emotions. We have excitement. We have colors. We have design. We have song. We have poetry. We have all these amazing things that we are. We even have the story and feeling of separation. This takes place so that you know consciousness. If you didn't have the story of separation, if you didn't have the story of, whoa, I am Mike and I play guitar. If you didn't have that story of, now I feel lonely and I feel sad and I feel happy, you know, and I drink beer. If you didn't have these amazing stories, you would not have anything to look back into and say, oh, feel this that I let go into. Feel what I let go into, the consciousness. So one way to know consciousness and awareness is to know yourself as a separate individual. And that's usually how it starts. Then we strive to know consciousness. And then once you know consciousness, then you start to paint into the clearness of consciousness and bring it into your separate life and start painting your separate life with the colors of consciousness till eventually that all disappears. And then it disappears for a little while. Then you find yourself in a great place of emptiness. And then over time, the Mike story comes back and it roams through beautifully. And then you can be Mike as a separate musician and Mike as consciousness at the same time and you let them both flow and then everything you play becomes as an expression of the consciousness instead of you grabbing to get to consciousness. There's a fine line on that and it's such a beautiful um, progression. It takes years of just continually looking into it and looking into it. And I would encourage you to 
then find that place of consciousness, write about it, sing about it, notice it, go into it. You'll have it, you'll lose it, you'll have it, you'll think you've lost it, you'll realize you haven't lost it, then you'll have it again, and then you'll be it, and then you won't be it, and then you'll eat food, fall asleep, you'll drink beer, or you'll drink wine, or you'll have pancakes, I don't know, and then you'll come back. And it'll go back and forth and back and forth. The whole time, you won't control any of the path. It'll just take place. So, so there you go. These are a bunch of pointers just to have a blast with and enjoy. So I would encourage you to do that. I'm going to go. My daughter's coming in, and I'm going to make. I'm going to try to make this um, bacon apple salad. Um, I'm trying to make salads better, so I'm adding some bacon, some apples, some cheese, some nuts and raisins, and uh, ranch dressing, and I'm hoping I can do this without screwing it up. Um, so, we'll see. I'll leave you with a song on my flute. Let's call this song Bacon Apple Salad. <laughs> we'll end it, and it'll sound like this. talk to you again. I'll try to do another one of these very shortly. Enjoy your week. Take care. Goodbye.